0: The invisible world is extremely active and is always trying to connect to us. The question is, are we connecting to it? Our authentic self is our most intuitive self, and our most intuitive self is our most authentic self. And so we have to accept and acknowledge these intuitive gifts this is a wake-up call for us, beloved, to not fear ourselves any longer, but to in fact acknowledge and accept ourselves. Authenticity is the new currency. Do you often feel your intuition is trying to tell you something? Most likely it is. Welcome to I'm Not Crazy, I'm Clairvoyant the only podcast that teaches decolonizing spirituality and tarot, demystifying black girl magic, and normalizing intuitive giftedness to empower your intuition as a superpower. Now here's your host, Tanya Melendez, the original tarot life coach, co-creator of the Intuitive Sorceress Program, and hostess of Royal Reset Retreat and voted number three psychic medium in the world. Welcome back to another episode of I'm Not Crazy, I'm Clairvoyant." Today I'll be getting into intuitive, gifted, and black. Why now? We're in a time of great awakening, especially with the year of 2023, which has a very spiritual connotation. And I'll get into that soon. But more than that, this is a time of ancestors speaking, spirits speaking, and self-realization. There's more psychic phenomenon. There's an increase of spirituality and playing with tarot in so much more. And that's why it's important that we allow ourselves to connect to the intuitive, the gifted, and the Black. Because as many of us know, the history of being intuitive, gifted, and Black has not always been easy. And so here on this podcast, we'll be addressing mental health issues. We'll be addressing self-care and wellness now and into the next generation. So why is this important now? This is important now because we are in the age of Chiron, the wounded healer planet. It was discovered on November 1st, 1977. And being born in this timeline, it means that we have taken on as a generation the energy of the healer. And so it's so important for us to allow ourselves to heal those wounds so we don't pass them on. I'll give you a perfect example. Recently, a client reached out to me and let me know that her four-year-old daughter had pneumonia and she was in shock because she remembered at four years old, she had an episode of pneumonia. This is how we know that what we haven't healed does get transferred down, gets passed on generationally. And this is why for us, born in this age of Chiron as the wounded healers, a part of our karmic experience of this is to heal the wounds. And so this is an opportunity where there is no judgment because true spiritual work is not judgmental. And from that perspective, we allow ourselves to recognize what is real, what is not real, Because most of us don't realize that it is only 1% world is what we see around us, that our senses, this physical body experiences. But it's the 99% world, that invisible world, that is the world that we want to dive deeper into. That is the spiritual realm. That is the mystical, the esoteric. And so in this invisible world, this is where the magic happens. This is where so many of us find ourselves either at a dark night of the soul or a spiritual awakening because the invincible realm speaks to us through signs and symbols, through astrology and numerology, through tarot and ruins and so many other ways of divination. And in fact, what is divination? It is divine tools. And so combining our intuitive intelligence with the invisible world, which is, again, what our intuition is, lets us know that the invisible world is highly active. It's extremely active and is always trying to connect to us. The question is, are we connecting to it? And so the more of us that awaken to this truth, the intuitive, gifted and black, we can feel safe and discuss these things from a centered, a heart-centered place and an intuition-driven perspective, instead of a place of fear, instead of a place of "woo-woo," and this doesn't apply to me," instead of a place from religiosity. And so this place, this space we dive into the invisible world. We look at that heart-centered, intuitive, intelligent insight that comes to us. Many times, something told me that voice, or I just felt something, or I don't know what it is, but I can sense that there's something right these are all clues these are all things that we've all said just like the experience of deja vu deja vu in fact is a message from the invisible world that we are catching up to our karmic timeline just like prophetic dreaming what that does is take us into our superconscious mind who are we are at our higher selves beyond and past our reptilian mind and our unconscious thoughts and beliefs and habits And so that prophetic dreaming, that invisible world, that awakening, that even past life regression, all of that in the invisible world, that deja vu reminds us that we have been here before and our healing work, our gift is to heal what needs to be healed, going back to that Chiron. And so it's important that we recognize that some of the things that feel like they may be our struggles, that feel like they may be our upsets, that feel like they may be our issues, are truly karmic experiences for us to heal. And that's why I'm cultivating and holding this space, because there's no more hiding or feeling that we're crazy. It's time for us to normalize intuitive gifts as gifts to both heal and guide, inspire and support others. And so, beloved, welcome to the golden age of Aquarius, where authenticity is the new currency. And so what does this mean? the age of Aquarius is upon us. And as many of us think like, oh, what does this mean? Is this from the movie Hair? Or I don't understand this. This doesn't apply to me. We are living in it. And what the age of Aquarius is really truly a renaissance. It is a renaissance of spiritual reconnecting. Back in the 1920s, there was a surge of spiritualism. There was a surge, especially in the United States, when the psychic Edgar Casey began sharing readings with farmers in the countrysides. And so more and more people started looking towards spiritual teachers and healers. This was also a time when spiritual medicine was at its heights. You know, this was in the early part of the century. And so people were having seances in um, places in, in Europe. This is the time period, as well as the time that the Golden Dawn and, you know, all of these different esoteric and occultic. Groups were created like the Theosophical Society, women like Helena Blavatsky from Russia, the Russian mystic and psychic that created the Theosophical Society, women like, as I mentioned, um, Florence Scovel Shin, the New Age ancient wisdom was very alive at this time. So there was spiritualism, there was esoterics, there was cult. This was a time when there's also a renaissance in tarot and more and more people having gatherings and seances and, and spiritual experiences as well as interactions with spirit. And so it was... After all of this, and you know, even including the Fox sisters, the famous Fox sisters from the United States, who were able to automatic write and didn't know where it was coming from. And different shows like Alan Cardick on Netflix, as well as Surviving Death, and all of these different shows depict that we are truly are connected and so it's not about this woo experience anymore it really is about us staying connected to our spiritual selves in these bodies. And so this is why when we close our eyes, we can be in the future and in the past. And the thing that spirit reminds us of, because we don't see spirits in the past, right? We don't see spirits in the future. We see them in the present. And so this is why intuitive intelligence is so important and key for us and accepting our intuitive intelligence as a true gift and a true opportunity for us to heal ourselves in different ways, as opposed to just fortune telling, because although it is fantastic for fortune telling and it does us in connecting to the future. We have to be in the present moment, which is why we have to meditate and breathe. And I shared previously about Edgar Casey; He would have to go into a deep sleep to receive the messages and have the channeled messages come through him. And then he was able to share them with his, his clients. And so we have to go into a place of deep listening in order to connect to our intuitive intelligence. And that's why this this golden age. This is why spirituality is a billion dollar business. This is why tarot is also a now million dollar business, where if you think about it 10 years ago, these were considered taboo topics. Those are things you kept hidden. And that's why I wanted to create this time, this space for us to recognize that we don't have to hide our intuitive gifts. In fact, it's time for us to normalize these because more and more children will be born with intuitive gifts. I've been feeling insight about the Bermuda Triangle. I've been feeling insight about deeper ocean exploration, especially with the series of earthquakes and volcanic eruptions that we've had on this planet Earth in the last few years. There is something underneath that we don't even recognize. And I know this for sure because on September 19th, we had a 7.7 earthquake here and being from Chicago and living now in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, it's not a place you think you would experience an earthquake. However, I did. And the thing that I really want to share is it was after the earthquake, which happened on a Monday. I remember very exactly happened on a Monday. Throughout the course of the week, I kept feeling like there was still an earthquake happening to the point that I thought there was something actually wrong. It was aftershocks and they recorded over 1700 different earthquakes. And so this is how we know, beloveds, that we are moving into a highly spiritual time. This is how we know that the earth is shifting and moving because it is time for us to shift and move. And so this is why this age of Aquarius is kind of, again, this resurgence of back what happened in the 1920s and the early 1900s. It was like, after the flapper time, everybody went to spiritual because after the prohibition, you know, and alcohol wasn't available, people had to go to spirit, right? People went from spirits to spirit. And so we have to see that that is exactly what this is. We have to come back. It's very much like the African word, Sankofa, to come back home. So our spiritual self is our home self. And this is why authenticity is the new currency, because our authentic self is our most intuitive self. And our most intuitive self is our most authentic self. And so we have to accept and acknowledge these intuitive gifts. And sure, Not everybody has intuitive gifts, but everyone is intuitive. Are you a woman who feels like she's missing a part of herself? Now more than ever, the intuitive self is calling out the imposter for more aligned action and crystallized vision. The divine feminine power of intuition needs care just like the body. And like the moon, it is self-generating and renewing. And it's time for you to plan and prosper. To empower your next steps, harnessing your intuition to pave the way. Discover a whole new you. Our mission is to empower the intuition of one million women especially women of color. Why? Because the future is female. And because an intuitive woman is a dangerously powerful woman. If you're interested and ready for intuitive executive coaching, book a discovery call for ways to work with me. The links are in the show notes. And no, beloved, you're not crazy. You're clairvoyant. We have five senses. That's why they call the sixth sense extra sensory because it is an extra sense. And this is why psychics and and mediums are employed by government, you know, in the CIA and the FBI for their intuitive gifts. And so, you know, if you have all of your capabilities and have, you know, and able to use your five senses, you can absolutely accelerate. Amplify and multiply your intuitive gifts by being your authentic self. Because what that means is your authentic self is connected to the higher self. And the higher self says, go this way, do that, don't eat this. And so that's why it's our authentic self. So it's like if you know that you don't want to eat meat anymore, yet you're still eating it because that's what your family does, you're not being authentic. You're doing what you know, everybody expects what's in, in front of you instead of taking a stand. And so I'm not referring to anyone being vegan or not, and our meat eaters or not. I'm just using that as the simplest way of talking about authenticity and our most authentic selves, our true selves, because our true self is our higher self, and our higher self is our intuitive self. And this is why. Doing intuitive work, allowing ourselves to be intuitive, gifted, and black is a triple experience because we have to process the fact that, wait, is this religion? You know, this is against what I've been taught, that this is something that's strange and dark, and I don't understand it. Therefore, it makes me scared. Accepting that, you know what, I have heard something, I feel something, I sense something, because depending on how we were raised, we can start to believe truly that we are going crazy. If you are hearing voices, if you are seeing spirits, you know, walking down the hall, you start to question your mental health. And that's why, again, I wanted to cultivate and hold this space because many of us and many people throughout the past who've been labeled crazy were in fact intuitive, were in fact clairvoyant. In fact, one of the most famous that people don't realize and actually two, and I'll be talking about them both in a later episode, Harriet Tubman. Most people do not recognize that Harriet Tubman was, in fact, a clairvoyant, which is how she was able to make 107 trips back and forth in the Underground Railroad to free more enslaved people. She would go into these prophetic trances and then be guided the way to go. She had no technology. She could not use a light. They couldn't not leave or take much more than they can carry over hundreds of miles, beloveds. And she never lost one person. She never got caught over 107 times. How is that possible? She was being guided. She is, was intuitive, gifted, and Black. And she knew that the faith in herself, the faith in the truth of what she was receiving was authentic guidance from spirit. And because she was so, so faithful, and because she was so trusting of this truth, she is why we know who she is, because no one could believe that that was possible. No one could believe a woman named Moses, a woman would be the one who would lead enslaved people to freedom. Another example, and I'll be sharing more about their history, her history, and so much more, because there are so many intuitive, gifted, and Black women that are not recognized for their spiritual gifts, and I want to share their stories, their histories, and why their stories and history still impact us now, especially as I mentioned the go- in this golden age. Another right. woman I wanted to mention that most people don't recognize and know was a spiritual and a medium is Sojourner Truth. Abolitionist Sojourner Truth was a very powerful spirit medium. And I don't want to get into her whole history. However, she ended up after learning English, which was her second language, not her first, her first language was in fact Dutch. And I'll share that when I talk about her further. But after she learned English, she became immersed in spiritualism. She was the property of a family, a Dutch family, and sold to an American family who believed in spiritualism. And because of her strong intuitive gifts, They saw that she was able to provide them not only healing, but insights and guidance into their future. And so she became the spiritual medium. Most people don't know this for the Kellogg family. Yes, that Kellogg, General Mills, Battle Creek, Michigan, Kellogg. Family, And she served the Kellogg family as a spiritual medium up until her very death. And she is actually buried now in the family crypt in Battle Creek, Michigan, where the Kellogg family all are. And so this, again, lets you know, being intuitive, gifted and black has always been a part of who we are as a diaspora. What happened, what changed? And so another woman that I will share very soon is Tituba. And I don't wanna to get too much into this and I, cause I will be sharing it very soon, but I do wanna say it has been intuitive, gifted and black women who have kept the energy of, of spirit, of mediumship, of divination tools, of spiritual rituals, practices, and experiences alive, not only in the United States, but throughout the world. And so this is what you can expect when you listen and tune in and turn on to this podcast the ancestors believe that word is bond they didn't have many material things and so their word was their bond and that means that keeping our word to the person that we were creating this bond with and so the energy that i'm sensing that i've been guided and why i've been guided to share this this podcast is our bonds and keeping our words to ourselves. And this is how we start to amplify and increase our intuitive power because our mental stress comes from not acknowledging ourselves. It comes from actually being afraid of ourselves, being afraid of our power, thinking we're mentally unwell because we're having a spiritual experience And so this is a wake-up call for us, beloved, to not fear ourselves any longer, but to in fact acknowledge and accept ourselves. And so remember, this is a journey, not a trip. And so your intuitive self, your intuitive intelligence has to go through layers of unlearning and dismantling and decolonizing the mind in order to truly Tap into the intuitive intelligence. So if you're ready to go on this journey with me, I invite you to come back. And I want you to remember, until next time, to stay light and bright, beloveds. And lastly, remember that your word is your bond. And that is the message from spirit. And this is why authenticity is the new currency. Ashe. Did this podcast impact you or touch a heartstring, beloved? Our mission on I'm Not Crazy, I'm Clairvoyant is to decolonize spirituality and tarot so we can lean into our mystic self as powerful women, especially black and brown women of color you can help us spread this into the world by leaving a rating and review on iTunes so we can really amplify this mission stay in touch with me and follow me on IG the black psychic librarian as I love to learn more about you and your spiritual journey and remember beloved you're not crazy you're clairvoyant and trust Your intuition is trying to tell you something.